0: Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Friday, January 1st, 2021. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. And now we can all say what we've probably been wanting to say for a long time. Goodbye, 2020. It is over, a new year has begun. We've all heard that hindsight is 2020. Well, now we can say that 2020 is hindsight and 2021 is here. And I'm sure we're all hoping that this year is better than last year. But wait a minute, isn't that what people want every new year? Don't we always naturally want whatever new year that is coming? to be better than the year that came before? Isn't that why so many people make these things called New Year's resolutions? Because they're hoping with, with some new habits or some new differences in their lives that they will be better than the year before. And that's where that might be good. And people, you might have all kinds of resolutions that you're thinking about today. Some of them might be of a spiritual nature. Some might relate to your health or your home or or your finances. Uh, But it really goes to show that I think all of us want 2021 to be a success. We all want this year to be better than last year. So how are you going to make that happen? How can you make 2021 a success, a good year, maybe even the best year yet? Well, we want to look to God's word to answer that question today. And we're going to start today reading through the whole Bible again in a year. And we do that by reading from four different places each day. We read from the Old Testament, and then once also specifically from Psalms, and then we read from the Gospels, and we read from the rest of the New Testament. And I want to start our time in God's Word in 2021 in Psalm 1, which I think is going to help answer this question on how to make 2021, a successful year for how for you personally to make it better than 2020. And let me start by reading a few verses here from Psalm one. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither in all that he does, he prospers. So how can you make 2021 a success? Well, by being like this man who delights in the law of the Lord, who meditates on it day and night. And there's that beautiful picture of that person being like a tree and not just any tree, but a tree planted by streams of water that always yields its fruit. No matter what season it is or no matter what else is going on, it it prospers all the time because of where its roots are by the stream. And so that's where we know even the kind of success we're talking about, the kind of prosperity being talked about in Psalm 1 isn't always that we'll be healthy, wealthy, or that our circumstances will be good. But that no matter what our circumstances are, our soul will be flourishing because our roots are deep in the word of God. Even living here in the Boise, Idaho area, I think about the Boise River, and that's a place where there's a lot of trees, a lot of trees because they can be nourished by the river that is coming through. There are trees by a stream that flourish no matter what. And that's how I want my life to be. That's how I want your life to be. Uh, Because we know we have no guarantees about what 2021 is going to be like. I mean, we saw last year how unpredictable it was, how uh, none of us guessed at the beginning of the year what was coming. Well, this year, we don't know what's coming as well. We don't know what might go on in our world, in our nation. We don't know what might go on in our own personal lives, but we can be prepared for anything. If our focus is in God's word. So that's my encouragement to you as we start a new year, that you would be like this Psalm one man whose delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law, he meditates day and night. So a couple of ways I hope to encourage you is one, if you're listening to this podcast, it just might happen that you are now trying to read through the Bible in 2021, And so if that is your goal, I want to try to encourage you in that, uh, to to make that a priority, to make time in God's word one of the the most important things in your life this year. And there's no way that you're going to be able to make it through the Bible in a year without a little bit of discipline. and and just making it a priority. There's going to be times where, Hey, I'm going to have to choose God's word over sleep or over something else. And to make those choices, because as as you see here in Psalm one, I hope you see that those choices are, are going to be worth it. That there is nothing that's going to help our lives more this year than the truth of God, his law, his word in our lives. So I hope this plan maybe even just gives you some help and some structure to accomplish that goal of getting through God's word. Um, but I also hope that you know it just encourages you and hey if you miss a day here or there just keep just keep tracking with us and you'll make it through with us and you will find it will be rewarding but also i want you to see that the goal isn't just to to do it just to make it through although that is important we want to make sure we're getting something out of god's word or to kind of use this imagery of Uh, The second verse here, that our delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law, he meditates day and night. This person is always thinking about God's word. So it's not just that that this godly person is in the word. It's really like the word is in them because they've been in the word so much that they're always thinking about it. They're always meditating on it. Like the picture, they're always kind of chewing on it like a cow chews the cut. And so one I want to encourage you yes prioritize reading through God's word this year but second I want to make sure that you're getting something out of God's word each day. That's one of the reasons why we do this podcast to help with that. But specifically I want to challenge you whether you this podcast helps you or not just on your own that each day you should walk away from God's word with something to think about something to worship God for, something to apply and change in in your life. That we don't want this year just to have times where we read God's word and then we close it and move on with our lives. No, we kind of want to take God's word with us into all of our lives. And so specifically, I want to challenge you each day as you spend time in God's word to have at least one kind of nugget that you're going to take and and chew on and think about throughout the day. Because we want to be like this Psalm 1 man. We want this year to be a success for our souls. And there's not really going to be any other way to do that without delighting in God's word and letting it dwell richly within us. We have a few other passages to talk about today, and we're getting started everywhere, but I kind of noticed a a progression in some of these other passages that we're looking at, and it starts in Genesis chapter 1 as we look at 1 through 3, Genesis 1 through 3. Now, these are familiar passages. Genesis 1, the creation of the world. Genesis number 2, more specifically, really focuses on Adam and Eve and even the institution of marriage. But then Genesis 3 kind of caught most of my attention today, and this is the account of the fall. We see Adam and Eve fall into sin. They listen to the lies of the serpent. They eat the, the fruit from the tree that was forbidden for them to eat and then we see God curse the the serpent we see God curse the woman and we see God curse the man and the earth and all of these things and if I'm being honest as I read that I was frustrated you know reading through these things and just thinking about how that the the curse that we see in Genesis 3 still affects our lives every day work is hard and frustrating, even relationships. Marriages can be hard and, and difficult. There's pain in, in childbirth. There's suffering and sin and death in the world. And we kind of read about the genesis of all of that today in Genesis chapter 3. And, and it can be a frustrating thing. Let, let's call it today. We, we see the problem in Genesis 3. And even there's an interesting thing at the end, God kicks Adam and Eve out of the garden. And he says one of the reasons that he wants to do that in verse 22 is he doesn't want them to eat from the tree of life and live forever. That even God, I think that's an act of mercy. He's like, I don't want to make people live forever in this fallen world world. That that would be a kind of torture for us to keep living forever in a world that is broken and and sinful. So there we, we see a problem there in Genesis chapter three. But there are hints of a solution as God prophesied to the serpent that one of the woman's offspring is going to bruise his head. And we start to see that solution in Matthew chapter one, where today we're looking at verses one through 17, Matthew one, one through 17. And this is a genealogy. Now that's when many people's eyes start to glaze over and it can be confusing. Well, this one thankfully is, is kind of short and, and simple as far as biblical genealogies go. And in fact, if you did make it through reading the Bible last year, you'll kind of notice a lot of these names start to sound familiar. You're going to recognize Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Judah. You're going to recognize even some of the women that are mentioned in this genealogy, like Rahab and Ruth. Well, obviously no names like King David and King Solomon, and then many of the other kings, or even figures like in verse 10, Zerubbabel, instrumental after the exile and the rebuilding of the temple and Jerusalem and all of these things. But we really see what's the point. Why is Matthew saying what he is saying? We get to it down here in verse 16, when it says, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. Now, Christ is a Greek word. And it's the same as the Hebrew word Messiah. Messiah and Christ are the same word, just in two different languages. And all four gospels have their similarities. They all tell about the life of Christ, his ministry, his death, his resurrection, but each one makes some unique points and each one is written to different audiences. And it seems that Matthew is is written to a Jewish audience and he's really trying to emphasize that Jesus is the fulfillment of all these Old Testament prophecies that we see. And uh, you're going to see that come up uh, as he goes through this gospel, as he's going to point back to fulfilled prophecy. But that's really starting with this genealogy, he's trying to show Jesus, he is a descendant of Abraham. And God told Abraham it was through him that all the families of the world will be blessed. He is a son of David. And God told David it was going to be one of his descendants to sit on the throne. So really, this genealogy is starting his case that Jesus is the Messiah who was prophesied in the Old Testament or as we think about it what this whole problem of the curse in Genesis chapter 3 Jesus is the solution he is the solution and we're going to see more of that as we go through Matthew but finally we've seen the problem we've seen the solution well what about the mission and that's what we're going to see in Acts chapter 1 as we read verses 1 through 8 today and here Jesus has risen from the dead he's spending some time after his resurrection with his disciples and they want to know Jesus, are you going to restore the kingdom now? And Jesus says, it's not for you to know the time that the father has set, but this is what I have for you. And that's this mission in verse eight, where he says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Uh, there's a problem of sin, but there is a solution of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And then there is the mission, which is to his disciples, to all of his followers, to even us today, that we are to be his Witnesses. We are to be the ones that are telling people, hey, there is a solution to the problem of sin and death and the curse in the world. And that solution is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who died on the cross for our sins, who rose again. And now the call is for everyone to repent and believe the good news. So that's also something I want you to think about today. As we start a new year, 2021, I want you to spend some time praying. God, may this be the most fruitful year of me being a witness. Regarding Jesus Christ than ever before. Make that one of your resolutions. Make that one of your prayer requests this year. And even spend some time today thinking about how you can be a faithful witness pointing people to Jesus Christ in this new year of 2021. I'm excited for this year. And most of all, I'm excited to be going through God's word together again with you. And I'm praying that God uses it in all of our hearts to make 2021 a success. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.